Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this is your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week? It was nice, actually. Um, uh, let me see. What happened? Nothing out of the ordinary. Just the first week back to work. Um, it started off as a drag, but then we got some work done to the building. Um, shout out to Top okay. Town because um, it definitely looks really, really nice. Um, we're still in the process awesome. of getting things finished and done. Um, home life is good. Love life is, is blossoming. This is it's nice. <laughs> hey. um, yeah. Uh, second date, so it, it went pretty good. It was nice. Um, awesome. But uh, other than that, God gave me, you know, another day to praise him, another day to walk that much closer into my purpose so I won't complain. I'm thankful that me and my kids are safe and happy. I still got a roof over my head, food in the yes. fridge, clothes on our back. So I'm thankful and I'm blessed and I got good people around me. So, yeah, it was pretty dope. How about you? I mean, it was good. Uh, I went to Fridays on Friday to get a couple of drinks. Had some spinach mm-hmm. artichoke dip that didn't dis- it didn't agree with me because I'm lactose intolerant. I have to stop being so hard headed. Um, got my hair done <laughs> on Saturday. I always consider that my self care. You know, I do that for myself. But hey, you know, babe loves the hair hairstyle too. Um, you know, got some writing done. I'm really trying to get out of darkness published this year. I am claiming it, and it's going to be done. I just don't know what the date is, but it's been an overall good week, you know, can't complain. Um, just want to make sure I have music in the background because these puppies upstairs keep barking. And if it's too loud, let me know, guys, because I don't want it to, you know, drown out the audio. But just let me know. <laughs> Man. Oh, girl, okay, set the vibe. I like this. This is great. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's to tune out them damn puppies because I their know, owner I can't know. hear them. But, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Y'all, he dead. Okay, sidebar. I'm not trying to talk about her people, but he's oh, dead. Okay. And when I heard that, I laughed, and I know I'm going to hell. God got to save me. Like, he got to forgive me. Oh, so, yeah, they gave a deaf man puppy. So, yeah. Oh, but yeah, anyway. so he can't hear. He's a, he's a real nice person, but he can't hear. So I do apologize if y'all hear barking in the background. <laughs> but, okay, with that being said, let's start the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, getting into our first. Uh, segment with the sipping tea for the soul topic tonight, y'all. We bringing y'all something spicy. This show is called My Sex Comfort. Um, yes. this show is kind of you know they don't expect women to talk about sex and be freely with it. Me and Complex mm-hmm. has four really good aspects that we're gonna go over. Um, it's not just about um, you know we we're not just leaving it in the bedroom. You know we taking it all over right. with this one. So my first yes. aspect is pressure. Um, why is it that we feel the need to break our sexual boundaries to keep a man? You go, you're going out the gate strong with this one. Come on, so girl, let's go. Let's I, would say, I would say from a personal standpoint, for me, it was because of a people-pleasing. Like, you know, from a, ple- from a people-pleasing standpoint, that's um, for me, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I looked for love through sex. I got molested at eight. And I didn't think that it would affect me growing up. But um, for some reason, you know, your mind just really, like when you're exposed to sex at such an early age, your mind starts to open up to like, you know, Mm -hmm. just a lot of 
things that you shouldn't be thinking about. You get what I'm saying? And I was exposed at eight years old. Like, I remember um, it was a family member's uh, son, well, like, like, like a friend of the family. It was their friend of the family. It was their son. He introduced me to porn, and then he mm-hmm. pulled out his penis and everything and, you know, basically was like, oh, can I touch you here? I was eight at the time. He had to be, like, 13. Mm. So as I got older, you know, I thought about sex a lot, but that, like you said, sex is very taboo, so it's really kind of, you know, shining red flags when you're saying at 10 years old, hey, mom, I'm thinking about sex. I need help. That's not something mm-hmm. you can go to your parents with. Not in a black family. Mm-hmm. It's great to, you know, put holy word on you. But because I couldn't talk about it, I struggled with it. So when I met guys, you know, that I thought was attractive, the first thing they're thinking about is sex. You know, in high school, hormones, even in middle school, hormones is raging. So I felt like in order to keep a guy around, this is what I have to do, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, keep him around. And I never understood for the longest time, Queen K, why I would feel so empty and cry at night. But I remember I had talked to someone about it finally, and they was like, because of how you were introduced to sex, you know, you never really got the chance to say no because you were manipulated and finessed into giving up something. So mm-hmm. your mind is going to automatically think like that with every guy you come across. And that's what it was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I just say from people, please, and I can't speak for everybody else, but what about you? Um, Me, it was just kind of like that's what the group is doing. You know, um, it okay. was like for me, my first time was pretty much like I guess this is what I'm supposed to do since all my friends are doing it, you know. And mm. I was I was 18 when I lost my virginity. And it was just like, well, I guess this is what you're supposed to do, you know. So, and I want to keep him as my boyfriend. This is my first real boyfriend. So, this is what he wants. I'm going to go ahead and give in. It was me not knowing myself and not being properly educated because I don't Hmm. need that to keep a man. And and you want to know what is crazy? A lot of people don't realize that, like, if if that's all they're after, then leave them because there's nothing yep. that you can do in that relationship but give them sex in order for them to stay with you. And that becomes draining because what about your conversation? Yeah. What about the quality time y'all spend together? They don't want nothing else but sex. So mm-hmm. I had to learn for myself that I had to let that pressure go. You know, I it was people pleasing for me too in a sense because at the end of the day it was like, well, this is something that he wants and – and then people right. made me feel like, oh, you 18 still and you, you haven't had sex yet? What is wrong with you? Like, they made me feel mm. bad for still being a virgin. So it was just like, okay, yeah. maybe I'm supposed to do this. So it's, it's right. just, yeah, it was, it, was, it was being a people pleaser. It definitely was. Okay, mm. so my second question. Oh, I'm sorry, did you have something to say? No, no, I was just saying, mm, like, to what you were saying. Oh, okay. Um, my second question is, why aren't women able to express themselves sexually without being pressured by a man for sex. Now that came from you know how how like for instance how we're how this whole episode is us just talking about our sex comfort. But a guy will take this mm-hmm. the wrong way, like, oh yeah, she ready to get down with the get down. So when they approach us with mm-hmm. it and we say no, they get mad. So that's where that question stemmed from kind of. Right. Um I definitely think that because men think more with their little heads I swear, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anytime they hear sex, they just feel like it's an opportunity. You know, it's it's really mm. sad that we as women, we have to watch what we wear. We can't even, like, 
we, mm-hmm. we couldn't even post a naked picture on social media just saying that I accept all my flaws without someone thinking, oh, she's doing this because she wants them draws or she's doing this because, you yep. know what I'm saying, she wants attention. You know, we can't mm-hmm. talk about sex because, you know, like it was always supposed to be something taboo. We didn't, we weren't supposed to have a voice growing up. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't move without, you know what I'm saying, a man right there to co-sign for us, you know? And it's like back then, you know, we were married off by, you know, to people that, you you get what I'm saying? Like, like how, like, it was arranged marriage. I get you. So he's like, you didn't really have the yeah. say-so on who you married. So I'm pretty sure, you know, they had to just suck it up. And it's like whenever the man wanted sex, they had to give it. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I, I used to listen to this podcast. Um, I think her name, I forget her name. I'm not going to mess it up. But she basically... Um, counsel relationships and it was a it was a relationship on there where the wife said I don't enjoy sex I I do it because that's what I was taught you get what I'm saying and it's Mm. like it's a lot it's a lot of marriages like that where women still don't speak up so for a woman who does speak up about sex a man feels like oh she doesn't have any morals because just like covering up your like covering up your body parts talking about sex is supposed to be taboo that's that's the one that you wife that's the one that's not open and out here with it Fuck that. What about you? <laughs> Girl, for me, um, why aren't women able to? Okay, so pretty much it's, we already over-sexualized anyway, especially black yep. women. But I feel mm-hmm. like they don't think, they, they fail to realize that we are a sexual being too. We have needs, we have wants, we should be able to wear what we want to wear, say what we want to say without them mm-hmm. making us feel a certain type of way. Jasmine Sullivan, it's her new, um, her new uh, album that she just dropped. She actually has a it. little skit on there. Yeah, she has a little skit on there about men failing to realize that, hell, we're human too with the same needs. We just right. come in a different form. Like, don't pressure the, the same way we don't pressure y'all and over-sexualize y'all or pressure y'all, y'all shouldn't do it for us. Hell, let us just love on ourselves. Like, they make it hard for us to love on ourselves. We might want to wear a tight dress and not have to Thank feel you. the pressure of you, oh, she wants to deep. No, I don't. I just thought I looked very well today. Like, for instance, with Lizzo, with her always showing her body, everybody, like, mm-hmm. if you read through those comments, do say the worst thing, but it's really just her mm. appreciating her body. Like, why? Let us love on us. Let us love on yes. us, because that's the problem. We don't love on ourselves that much. Then we get in mm-hmm. these clothes, and we all, you know, it's baggy, because we don't want to show up. We don't want people to think that we're just doing this for attention. No, we're doing this for us. At the end of the day, everything right. that we should be doing is for us, and they don't make us feel like that at all. It's always That's pressure right. when it comes to men. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, going into my first aspect, this is on comparison slash porn. So my first question under there is, do you feel porn is intimidating for a person if they are in a relationship? Yes. Some... Oh. <laughs> no, keep okay. no, speaking, speaking. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it is, right? Because okay. it's okay, so for instance, like if a dude have a preference, if he mm-hmm. ha- I think it only becomes intimidating when a dude got preference like uh big titty, big ass, you know, thick thick women, mm-hmm. but you don't look like that, 
but this is what they mm-hmm. like to. This is their go-to type of, you know, this is what they like to watch. I think it becomes mm-hmm. intimidating to the woman because it's just like, well, I don't look like that. So are you really visualizing me or are you visualizing her? You know, like this mm. is what you really want. Because I know in my last relationship, I had a problem with the fact that he would be like, this is all he looked at is these thick women, flat stomachs, you know, the ones that got their bodies just perfect where I wanted to mm-hmm. be, but I didn't look like that. So it's like, okay, you're clicking on this, but if I put on, you know, you know, I can't, Lord, can I say that on here? Oh, I don't know who went to me. If I put Girl, on big it's our black, platform. you know, okay, yeah, so if I put on big black thing, you got a little thing, then you're going to be mad at me because you're going to think, oh, that's what mm-hmm. you really want. So it's the same vice versa <laughs> with women. I feel like we can get, you know, if it if it becomes to the point where, come on now, type in some BBWs, and then I can, you know, I can get with this. But if you're going yes. for a certain type all the time, like your mind don't, it, 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 it wonders like, damn, is this really what he wants? This is what he really into? I think at this point that I'm just, you know, I'm just here. He not really visualizing me. He ain't connected to me. He connected with who on this screen. So yeah, that's mm. why I yeah. I definitely feel like it can it can kinda hurt a little bit. Right. Um, okay. So my question my answer is gonna be the total opposite. I feel like mm-hmm. it can only be intimidating if the person's not open to it. Like, I never really had a problem with my man watching porn because it's like, this is the person that you probably never going to fuck. You know, now, okay, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to bandit <laughs> off. My boyfriend loves BBW, big tits and big ass. I have just big tits. I don't have the ass. But I, I don't get, I don't feel offended because it's like, I know when I'm watching porn, I'm not, a lot of the guys that be fucking in there, they don't, they're not husky like him. You get what I'm saying? They got mm-hmm. the muscular, you know, they, they, they got the six pack. They got, you know, they, they don't, they don't look like him, but it's like, at the same time, it's just like, I'm watching it because you're not here and I'm horny, but instead of stepping out. And I know some people, some people look at porn, like, you know, if you're doing that, it's emotional cheating and everything. I feel like it all depends on what you feel comfortable with, you know, your sex comfort, but it doesn't intimidate me. Now, if you have you know what I'm saying, a picture of somebody that you used to know, you know, you're watching old videos from your ex, that's a fucking problem because that's someone that you have access to, that, that you could go, you know what I'm saying, hit up and fuck. I never really had a problem with the porn because porn is so fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember mm-hmm. this one this one lady, she was a porn star, and she basically um, got saved because she had got raped. And they were asking her questions about it. It's so much that goes behind it. The men have to pop Viagra, you know, and they do these 14-hour shifts, so they have to be hard all day. You know, the women who are moaning, it's really fake moaning because they're so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because because you, you have to be on the, you have to do a 14-hour shift, and if you leave any time before 14 hours is up, you don't get paid. So they're putting themselves mm. in uncomfortable positions just to get paid. So, like, it, it's it's not even the real thing. Like, it's so superficial. Yeah. And anybody that looks at porn, you're looking at it from a superficial, you know, standpoint. Like, there's nobody out here that looks like that. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, all the celebrities, they're all, anytime they take pictures, that shit is getting altered. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. not them. We're yeah, not built you. like that. But, yeah, but yeah that, that's that's my take on it. But uh, my next question is, okay. do, you feel some, <laughs> do you feel some people hate porn or sex toys because they use it as a way to compare themselves? Now, the reason why I ask this is because 
uh, a, a while ago, you know, in my, like, a previous relationship, um, I had, you know, int- wanted to introduce sex toys, and the guy was like, no, I'm enough for you. I think I had to be, mm-hmm. like, 26. I had to be, like, 26. And I'm like, I never said that you weren't enough for me. I'm just trying to spice up the sex life. But, you know, looking back at it now, it's like somebody must have told him he wasn't, you know, he wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on that? Oh, it, it all depends on the person. It definitely all depends okay. on the person because, like you said, mm-hmm. if they've heard from other people that they've been, in, you know, sexually in, I mean, you know, if they have sexual encounters with and they've gotten negative feedback, toys mm-hmm. and porn will be the last thing that they want, okay, because they, mm-hmm. they know in their, in their head they feel like they they fall short of something. So they don't want you right. looking or they don't want you getting overly excited because then they're going to be like, well, damn, am I really enough for her? Like, she really mm. excited off of this, you know, am I really <laughs> putting it down like I think I am? You know, it will make mm-hmm. people wonder. And it's the same with women, too, because you, you think about a man like, well, dang, am I really doing everything he say I'm doing, you know? So I think it all mm-hmm. depends on the person. Um, If both of you are comfortable with it, It'll be a, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a good thing. You both won't hate the sex toys or the porn. But like I said, it does, at the end of the day, depend on the person. Got you. No, I definitely agree with your answer. It does depend on the person. Um, I think, like, I look at porn and sex toys like a threesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you bring the oh, opposite okay. sex into the room, you know, like, 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 if you bring, like, another female to the room to please your man and he is moaning more than he does with you, it's going to be a problem. You know, just like you said with sex toys. Like, okay, <laughs> you get a little bit more happy off this vibration. What am I not doing right? But I, I just think that both parties have to sit down and really talk about yeah. their sexual per- their their preferences, their vulnerabilities, what they won't do, what they feel comfortable with, so that you can feel comfortable. Like, you know, if you really have a talk like, listen, I like this, it's not, you know, it, it's, it's not because I think that you're doing something wrong. I just want to spice it up because I never want you to get mm-hmm. bored with me and I never want to get bored with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we just be ready to go up in there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like it all depends on, like, the communication, the comprehension of it. Because sometimes I love having sex listening to porn in the background. And sometimes we play monkey see, monkey do. What they're doing, okay, let's see if we can do that. You have to spice it up. You know what I'm saying? You got to do the common suture and everything like that. And it's like, you know what, go in there and be confident and, you know, just put it down and everything like that. Because trust me. Trust me, <laughs> he wouldn't be fucking with you if you don't know, say you wasn't doing something right. That's just how I see it, and vice versa. She wouldn't be fucking with you. I mean, even though people always like to have a cake and eat it too, but you, yeah. you just gotta be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be confident with, like, okay, all right, so you like that? Oh, you like the way she deep throat? Well, let me show you what I could do. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make them remember. Yeah. Me. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely so, yeah. had some challenges like that before. Like, oh, so you like what's on the screen? Okay, hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I get you. Okay, um, my last aspect is masturbation. Um, so my first question is, how come some women don't know how to masturbate? And then why is it that some women are afraid to admit that they do? Mm, okay. So the answer I'm going to come up with is going to tie into both those questions. Because 
we were not allowed to explore ourselves. You know, like, okay, mm. as a kid, you know, like when you when you see, you know, somebody touching down there and you tell them to stop, you get what I'm saying? The fact mm-hmm. that uh, sex is very taboo for women to talk about, you know, and like you said, it's never properly taught. You know, like when you watch these sex education videos, you're not seeing them talk about how to pleasure yourself. It's about how to pleasure the other person. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't know what to do. And I think that women are very, I think women are just ashamed to admit that they like sex as much and that they like to touch themselves because of how we're perceived in society. You know, like like I said before, when um we had an event where we, we was trying to, you know, promote this clinic in Ipsy, you know, just letting people know on campus, mm-hmm. if you're 12 to 21 years old, you can go there and they have a sliding scale fee to like, they don't charge you what a regular clinic would. Like if you only got $5 in your pocket, okay, that's going to be $5 for the visit. We was passing out condoms mm. and everything. Men was coming up and grabbing. Some men was like, oh, it doesn't fit me. I'm too big. Nigga, this fucking condom can go over my fist to my elbow, whatever. But, you know, girls, exactly. they would sit up there and really talk to you. Right. But the girls would really talk to you while they're getting the condom, hoping that you don't see them getting it. You get what I'm saying? Or they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, this is from my friend. Because you got to think about it. And look at how you couldn't have you couldn't have male friends growing up because, oh, it's going to give off the wrong impression. If you were mm-hmm. talking to a guy, you know what I'm saying, like like say if you was dressed up and you had a skirt on, you're just talking to a guy, somebody like your brother, somebody, ooh, look at her trying to be fast. How we're perceived, a lot of people just like, you know what, I don't want to admit it because I don't want nobody to think that I'm a freak. I don't want nobody to come up to me and think that I'm easy. Mm-hmm. We always try to give off these perfect roles. Like somebody going to probably be in my DM tonight because of how open I am, but I don't give a fuck. I got a man. Yeah, and no, you they're going to be have like, oh, what up, bro? So you said, <laughs> said you yeah, do what? <laughs> right. So, well, what about you? What's your take on that? Oh, uh, okay. So I am a woman, like you said. Um, I, I, I think I fall in the category of not really knowing how to pleasure myself. Like, I've always depended on other people to do that for me because um, I feel stupid. I mean, I mean, I hope I'm not the only one, and um, I'm just speaking about myself. But I feel stupid when I do it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I just I I can't. Like I I don't think that if I knew how to properly do it, I probably wouldn't be afraid to say it. I'd be like, you know, how the niggas is. Like, man, let me mm-hmm. tell you what I did last night. You know, I would be open to talk about it too, but because women can't be openly sexual, we hide from this fact. Like, we hide from the fact that we have urges, that we have to please ourselves. We should all know how to explore our bodies. And, like, you, you're you the one that gave me the advice. Like, you need to learn how to explore your body so that way you won't have no man out here thinking that he got you dick with. You know, you mm-hmm. need to know what you like and what you don't like so that way you can tell a person. So I really think it's just being sheltered on or being, you know, having them just have me in a box when it comes to exploring my sexuality because it's not like I'm yeah. 30. I mean, now when I when this box open up, you know, I you know, it's hard <laughs> to put me back in there. But but it's just like when I'm when I'm down and I, you know, it's been a minute, it's, it's kind of hard to open this box up, okay? I'm just saying. So Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, I definitely get um, that. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm sorry, keep going. I don't, no, go ahead, baby. No, I was just gonna say, like, I also think that um, 
it, it comes down to I lost my train of thought. Keep going. <laughs> I lost it. It was there, but then it went away. Oh man, because it was something you said about how like we we're not allowed to be sexually open about it. Oh God, it's it's because it's like um I was gonna say along the lines like you don't really have the 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 time to do it and. You just feel like okay, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but it all, it, it all, it's all about what pleases you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta like really get in there, turn off the lights, listen to some music, and just go down there. If you, if you need a bullet, if you need a sex toy, you know what I'm saying? Like make it happen because men will definitely <laughs> try to make it seem like. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that, 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 that's what I was about to say. I, I, I found it because we were taught that we are only value if a man's in our life, we forget to pamper it when, when there's not a man in our life. Because there have been times where mm-hmm. I let my woo-ha, I call it woo-ha, I let my woo-ha get hairy as fuck, and I, it just went into hibernation mode because I wasn't getting taken <laughs> care of. But I have to realize I need to still take care of her even if I'm in the off-season, if I am single. You get what I'm saying? Let's That's all I have to say. Well, in the off season, I still make sure my vagina is uh, bald. Okay, I can't do that. You still get pinched, right? But um, okay. My last question is: Why do some women stop masturbating when they get into a relationship? Hmm. Shoot, because they. I, I know for me, I kind of slacked off on masturbating because I depended on my man, you know what I'm saying, to please me and everything like that. But mm. there'd be times, you know what I'm saying, where he worked late, and I was like, okay, I can't wait no more. But it's just the fact <laughs> of, like, you know, sometimes I, I think that this is just a general reach because I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I feel like women want to not hurt their man's ego, you know what I'm saying? So, like, okay, let me not masturbate mm. because I don't want him to feel a certain type of way. I don't want him to feel like he's not enough. You know, I, like, we, we take consideration into their feelings. So it's like, okay, I'm going to wait till when he's ready. You get what I'm saying? And it's because you got a man right there. It's like sometimes them fingers don't work. Sometimes that bullet don't hit it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just need, like, nigga, dick me down, face down, ass up. Like, just do it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how it be. But it's like, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to let him know, like, listen, this, this, you rather me do this or you rather me go out there and get it from someone else? True. True. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I agree with everything you said. I do feel like they stop because they have somebody there. It's like, what's the need for it, you know, when I can yeah. just call him? But then it's like, what about those late nights? And then at the end of the day, we still have to know how to please ourselves. You know, we can't lose our touch. We got to make sure we right. know our body because something might hit different, you know, the next time. So I do feel like, it. you know, when I do step into a relationship, um mm-hmm. I probably will learn how to myself. I mean, I'm in the learning process, y'all. Don't think I'm a baby, but I'm I'm learning. I'm getting this together, okay? Don't worry. But um, <laughs> I think I will still <laughs> masturbate, too, because, I mean, hell, it's a stress reliever for us, okay? Let's just get yeah. to that part. That's a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. That's a mood changer. <laughs> and if you can change your yes. own mood, go ahead and <laughs> change your own mood, okay? Man. <laughs> okay, <true>. yeah. <laughs> No, I understand. I respect it. Okay. 
So my last aspect is sex comfort level. And my first question under there is, um, they say women have the power over when they choose to have sex. Do you feel that's true with all the pressure and entitlement some men show? If a woman is firm and stands strong in who she is and the boundaries that she set, yes, she definitely has the control over when she's about to give him some. Um, because we don't care about Phil or how they try to pressure us or how they try to manipulate the situation. We know what we said mm-hmm. and we'll stand firm on it, and it won't be until we feel like it's time before we give, you know, the goods up. Um, mm-hmm. But it's only when we, we can stand firm and that we don't, you know, the pressures don't get to us. I know, like, from mm-hmm. when I was 18 to where I'm at now, oh, no, you got to work hard for this pussy. You ain't just about to get this. I'm not just about to bust this open for you just because you mm-hmm. feel some type of way. Because if you won't wait, another man will. You go ahead and find a woman that will give it to you right then and there. I'm not in for that. I'm not about to do that because I know right. my worth. I know what I have. You know, I know the power that this holds. And I know the spirits mm-hmm. that this can, you know, gather. And I'm not trying to have those soul ties and all those spirits. So you go right ahead, you know. Um, so I really mm-hmm. feel like if the woman is secure in herself, she definitely sets the tone of when she when she's open up and ready for a man. Mm, okay. Um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, you have to stand strong. What I mean by the entitlement issues is, like, some men will come up and just grab on you, like, hey, Ma, let me talk to you. Mm. When you're trying to walk away, they'll keep walking after you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've seen that video. It was a guy that followed a woman to her car, you know what I'm saying, from the grocery store. And she was like, I'm going live so that people can see how crazy you're acting. And some of the females under there was like, oh, she likes that attention. Who would go live instead of calling the police? You don't know what, sometimes a person is not, they've never been told no. This may make a person, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, snap. And, you know, that this is what causes rape. Some women are very scared. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, it's so hard for a woman to hold on when men have this entitlement issue because it's like when you go to the police and say that you got raped, well, what were you wearing? Bitch, it doesn't fucking matter. You, like, what the fuck? It, it, you know what I'm saying? He should, he should have self-control. Exactly. But a lot of men don't have self-control. You know what I'm saying? A lot of men manipulate and everything like that. A lot of men will mm-hmm. lavish you with gifts for like two months straight or a month straight. Like, you know, they do these grand gestures and make you give it up and then they show the real thing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like a yeah. lot of men will manipulate to get, but you have to stand strong. But, you know, I, I pray for those women who come across those crazy ones who have never been told no and they do snap. You don't deserve that, you know, to any rape victim, to any sexual, you know, victim out there. Listen, you still have a choice. I was molested at eight. Yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 17. But I'm telling you, you are, and, and then, you know, you have people out here who are told by their moms and their dads, you're not going to be worth nothing but laying on your back. You're worth more than mm-hmm. that. You get what I'm saying? Women have to be told out here that they have a choice. And, you know, they they have to have examples, too. Some women don't even know, yes. you know what I'm saying, what, what it looks like to say no and to know that that I hold power down there. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not know. You get what I'm saying? I had to learn myself first. So I'm so glad that you said that. Um, okay. So my last question overall is, what is your sex comfort and what's not your sex comfort? What do you mean? 
Like what? Like what are you comfortable with when it comes to? Yeah, what are you comfortable with during sex, and what what are you not willing? Well, baby, I I'm open to anything. Okay, I I I (laughs) am. I will try anything, okay? I love a challenge. I really mm-hmm. love a challenge. Like, if you can challenge me sexually, boy, you mm-hmm. in for a treat, okay? You might as well buckle up because this is it. Like, my my main goal with sex is to make sure they can't compare nobody to me. Like, mm. th- this is it. This is, this is what you – I'm telling you, girl, um, look, Okay. <laughs> Baby daddy still talking to me. Both of them. Okay? <laughs> Yo. Oh, but my main objective is to make sure that you, there's nobody else that you can ever compare me to in life. So I'm open to mm-hmm. anything. I like to have mm-hmm. fun. I like to be different. I like to spice it up. I'm not just a, oh, bedroom with the lights off. Nope, I'm car. Okay, we can, oh, it's a park up the street. Like, that's me. Okay. <laughs> but okay. if, um, if that person is worth my time, like, if we're in a relationship, that's when you get all the good stuff, okay? Because when in a okay. relationship, I'm not about to be doing all of that. That's, that's just not it. That's only for if I'm in a serious relationship. Then you, baby, you will get, a different woman every night if you want to. I'll even switch my wigs, okay? <laughs> so I, I have a, my sex comfort. Like, I, I'm I'm like a butterfly. Like, I can change for you. It's just, hey, it's cool with me. Because at the end of the day, I feel like that's fun. That keeps the relationship spicy, you know? I like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like, oh, middle of the day, hey, what you doing? Hey, huh, me, let's go. So that's, that's the type <laughs> of stuff I like. So, yeah. What about you? What's your level? Uh, I'm not open to anal. I'm sorry. You can stick your finger or your thumb down there, but I'm not open to oh, anal. Oh, yeah, that's a no for me, too. <laughs> but I do love, you know, like I said, I love to have sex with a porno in the background. I've even been open to, you know, having sex with the same sex before. I love the female touch. I just can't be in a relationship with a female. I, I You know, I just feel like my <laughs> tolerance cannot deal with my own attitude. You know what I'm saying? I need a man to balance me out. But I do love the female touch every now and then. Um, I love, you know, using toys. I'm just now mm-hmm. getting into role play. And, you know, it was because, you know, my boyfriend, you know what I'm saying, introduced me to that. I didn't like cuddling. I didn't like, you know, the going down. Like, I just, like, get straight to it because I never had that before. So I'm actually coming into role play and everything and it's actually good okay. you know like you know what I'm saying like I mean hey it's a first for everything you know that like you said that you still learning how to masturbate I'm still learning how to get into foreplay it's so many different levels um I have had sex in public before uh you know I'm not just like mm-hmm. you know in the bedroom there have been times where I didn't have sex you know what I'm saying <laughs> during work hours I'm just being honest but, me too hey. girl lunch break <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> So yeah, but um, that's that's mine. I I can't do that swinger lifestyle. Even though I told, I've been told by a swinger that I I show different levels of it. Like there's so many different sides of swingers. Like we we look at swingers as you swap your wife, I swap. You know what I'm saying? You know mine. Mm-hmm. No, if you like to get watched, you you know what I'm saying that soft porn level. If you like to watch others, that soft porn level. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different levels to it. And I like to be watched and I like to watch others. So yeah. 
but <laughs> that's that's my take on it. So, <laughs> all right. So that ends that segment. Whoa. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a nice um, little segment there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what our next segment? We have the as a woman question complex. Was that as a woman question tonight? So my as a woman question is, uh, what is something you are confident about with yourself? <sighs> what am I confident <laughs> about? Shit. Um, is my determination and my drive. Okay. Okay. I am very determined to, you know, just make sure at the end of the day I got everything handled. I am confident in my independence because, you know, I I, I do it all by myself. You know, I take care of my mm-hmm. kids. I pay my bills. I go. I do everything by myself with the help of my friends. If I fall flat, you know, if I do trip mm-hmm. or stumble, and God, of course. But I am really confident in my my independence. Like I, you just don't understand. Like that right there. I know I got that down packed. I know at the end of the day, Kinnett is going to make it happen, regardless of what it is or what factors I have to face. I know that I'm going to mm-hmm. make something shake automatically. So what about you? Okay, so this is like, it's, it's not even a, a, a characteristic trait. I'm confident in the boundaries, and I stand in the boundaries that I set for myself now because I didn't have that okay. before. I was always so scared to express when something bothered me because I didn't want to get on people's bad sides and because I didn't want to lose the relationship, but... I got tired of people just not caring how they treated me and not caring what they said to me. So I'm very confident in my boundaries. I will not backpedal on anything that I say. If I say it, I mean it. You get what I'm saying? Um, Now, the only time I don't stand on my boundaries is when it comes to dairy. That's my weakness. You know, I need to (laughs) get on that. But I'm confident with, like, you're not going to disrespect me. You know, you're not going to talk to me any kind of way. And I'm not going to kiss your ass, you know what I'm saying, unless I really feel like I did something wrong and, you know, but I'm not going to kiss your ass. You know, we're human. You have to allow me to make mistakes to, you know, fail in your life and vice versa. So I'm very confident with that because I did not have a voice for a long time. So that's my as a woman uh, answer. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to segue right into our next um, uh, segment, which is the glowing business. Complex, do you have any glowing businesses? Yes. Uh, so I'm shouting out my cousin, Jamal. He has a, a business called Advertising for You. Um, it's a place resource made to help entrepreneurs and small businesses alike to grow their business and spread awareness of what services or products they provide by creating digital ads for the customers that will take the most interested in what you have to offer. Um, he has he does a consultation. It's always it, and it's free, so you can always start okay. the conversation on his website, which is advertising for the number for you dot net. Um, and he also creates websites. You know, he does graphic designing. He's dope. So if you need your business advertised, hit him up on advertising number four, u.net. And that's my glowing business. What about you? Okay, I do have a glowing business. This is actually my god sister, um, my god sister, Nisha. Um, she mm-hmm. actually has a lip gloss line, y'all. Y'all shop with my baby. Um, y'all can find her on uh, Facebook under Nisha Janae. 
and she has different little flavors. She got orange cream, peach, uh, green apple, watermelon, cherry. She also does the okay. keychains where you got, um, you know, the hand sanitizer, your initial. Like, y'all shop with her. Her prices are really good. The lip gloss looks really, really flawless. Like, your lips really going to be popping. So please shop with my <laughs> baby again. Her name is Nisha Janae. And her brand is called Janae. So go ahead and shop with her. Y'all can find her on Facebook, and all her information is in her um, in her bio. And then you can scroll down, you know, see all the different stuff. So yeah, that is my glowing Support. business for the week. All right. Support Black businesses, y'all. Let's do it. We can do this. Um, okay. <laughs> so we gonna segue right into y'all. If y'all haven't guessed yet, I'm the segue person. I introduced the category. <laughs> I feel real good about that. Okay, so y'all about to hear my voice a lot. So if you don't like it, oh well. But anyway, we gonna segue right into our next category, which is "Girl, I got something to say." Complex, you got something to say? Oh no, I'm saving it for the no apology thought. <laughs> That's cool. Save it, baby. Um, well, I just said what I had to say, y'all. Uh, I am the new segue person. I will be introducing each of the segments each and every Monday. So tap in and tune in with your girl. Oh, girl, I sound good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, But other than that, y'all, I still want y'all to do y'all homework. I gave everybody a challenge for January. I want everybody to do one thing to step out of their comfort zone. I'm so serious. I really want to hear y'all feedback. Y'all can uh, just – Comment under our um, any post under the Queens with Vibes and Visions page. Hell, you can even comment or tag me in a post on Facebook. Connect Renfro. Um, I just I want to I want to know that y'all actually did the homework because I really want 2021 to be special for everybody. So I want somebody. Yeah. I want you to do something different every month. Every month I want you to challenge yourself to step out your comfort zone and do something that you normally won't do because I did mm-hmm. it. And when I tell you. It's a beautiful thing blossoming because I just took that leap of faith. I want everybody to experience, you know, something fun. So do your homework. I want y'all to let me know. Before January 31st, I want somebody to comment under, and I will share it on our next Girl, I Got Something to Say segment. Whenever you do comment, I will definitely share it and let the world know if you want me to. If you say, nope, keep this between us, I'll keep it between us. But if you say, go ahead, girl, share that shit, I will, okay? So that is all I have to say. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, y'all know this is my time for the king and queen. And your queens and kings listen up quote, I have two, sponsored by Pinterest. Okay, so <laughs> the first one says, hold on, y'all, let me get my stuff together. Okay, the first one says, sometimes when things are falling apart, they may actually be falling into place. Now, I struggle with this because I'm telling y'all, when I'm going through a storm, I feel like nothing is working. Nothing is working at all. Everything is going chaotic, and I feel like I can't breathe because I'm just tired of stuff going wrong. But what I had to realize is everything God do, even the storm, they come to strengthen you. They come to, you know, it, it comes to restore. A storm is only there to restore and to grow you. That's it. That's what I had to learn. So even when everything is falling 
if if I fell out with a family member, if I fell out with a friend, well, maybe that's God helping me to ease them out my life. Maybe they can't go to this next journey with me. When these rain clouds go over and this rainbow hit, they can't come over here. They can't be on the dry side with me. So I had to leave them right there. Like, say, for instance, my money funny. Oh, it was supposed to be funny right there because look at what God got for you on this back end. So I have to mm-hmm. look at everything, even the broken pieces, as, you know, something good because – Broken pieces can still turn into a beautiful piece of artwork too now. So that is my, that's my one quote. Okay. My second one is we suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Y'all, I struggle with living inside my head. Like when I tell y'all it's not a good thing, I am so negative to myself and to everything around me inside my head. And I create these scenarios for myself and it don't even be that. Sometimes, y'all, we got to step out on faith. We can't keep letting our mental state and our minds control, you know, every aspect. I know, like, for me, I play damage control a lot, and I always Mm -hmm. out in my head is always negative. The outcome is always negative. But I have to realize I put more stress on myself thinking negatively like that than if I would just say, okay, yeah, it's going to work out for me. I'm telling you, get out your head sometimes. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But we are harder on ourselves than anything, okay? Because when we think it is, it's not going to be like that at all. You know, it would probably be ten times better or even, you know, higher than we could ever imagine. So just just stay out your head, y'all. And that's all I got to say. That is my AO clean quote for the week. Thank you. So complex. <laughs> What's that? No apology start tonight. I do apologize. This get lengthy. I said that I was going to, if I ever seen any chaos on Facebook, I would keep scrolling and say it's none of my concern, but I had to address this. So I'm just going to start off. This is for the kings out there, for the men. Why does knowing my worth threaten you so much? Is it because I found out my voice matters and chose not to be silent like a Barbie doll? Or is it because I created this boundary that gives me free choice to talk about sex, but also choosing when to say you can have it or not? But you're so blinded by my gender that you don't see the human in me. So this Lori Harvey situation. So Mm. everybody knows she is dating Michael B. Jordan now. And, you Mm. know, two different people shared it on my timeline. One girl said, I don't see anything that she's doing wrong. You know, who's to say that she's having sex with all of them? It's okay for men to go jump from this celebrity to that celebrity. It's never okay. We need to normalize this, normalize this for women. But then a guy shared it and said, oh, y'all want to go wife this hoe? Like, just calling her all types mm. of stuff. And it just really irked me because I'm tired of seeing this as a double standard. If you're gonna call him, mm-hmm. if you're gonna call a woman a hoe for jumping from man to man, then let's stop, let's stop masking masculinity with oh it's okay for men to go fuck this woman and it's in our nature. No, you're really hiding masculinity behind. You got mommy issues, you have commitment yes. issues. You you know what I'm saying you don't love yourself like if we're going to sit up here and think that it's okay for a man to do that then it should be okay for a woman to know her worth if that relationship's not making her happy to go to the next one you know Lori Harvey's dad said mm-hmm. act like a woman think like a man okay so yes. Come on she, now. you know what I'm saying she's not out here doing anything wrong I don't think you know what I'm saying it's like hey you don't you know your worth go on to the next person it's like. Why are you in her business anyway? But it just it just burnt me up to see that. Because I'm like, dog, why are we always compared to being a hoe when that happens, but men get praised? 
I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I don't see why. And I just want to know, why does my self-worth threaten you so much? But that's my no apology yep. thoughts. <laughs> Come on, but, girl. Okay, you better preach. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.